What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Show Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Marshall, and I am so fucking pumped for this episode. Also, without fail, I have my co-host, Kyle Duarte, with me. And, as always, in the corner is Santi, the Cutman P, here to here to lace us up. So, uh, Put the Vaseline on. <laughs> what's going on, Kyle? What the fuck, Fucking dude? another day, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, I'm, I'm amped for this one. Show seven. Got a very I mean, special guest coming on. We're we're ready. We're ready for it. I'm ready for it. Another Hell yeah! Day, so, Kyle, you sent me. Uh, this <clears throat> is big news for our industry and for our listeners. Uh, a lot of you guys are in the industry, and if you're not, it's big news for everybody. You sent me a post um, about New Zealand, and <laughs> dude, it was a like a packed stadium, shoulder to shoulder. I mean, I think there was even there were some hot girls in the front row. There were some girls on some be. dudes' shoulders or girls' shoulders, however that works out. I mean, there was some muff on the back of a neck somewhere. And, and it's uh, hot. That's hot muff, too. <laughs> just for anyone to so know, sweaty. like, festival <laughs> festival hot muff, bro. Just and the shit just... Down your back. You don't even care. You, you're just... You're thinking that she's excited to be on your shoulders and excited in the different way. You know what I mean? But no, it's crazy, man. Freaking... Uh, to see a stadium like that made me excited and... You know, they had the strictest COVID restrictions out of anybody. Like, I think they were on lockdown for, like, close to six months. And I, you might correct me if I'm wrong, Santi, on this. But they also, they weren't letting any tourists in without, like, a major quarantine. I think you had to quarantine, like, under the government's rule or something. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's up to you to just go do it like Hawaii does it, you know. Um, so, pretty crazy crazy shit man it's it's good to see that um yeah they're 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 amped bro over there they've been living a good life you know they've a couple weeks here and there that they've had a quarantine but for the most part Santi, uh, if you go to our instagram pull up the post it should be under the save post or under kyle's messages uh i think is where i saw it right yeah yeah we gotta at least look at the photo man restaurants clubs all that is just it's going off and then they opened up then they opened up the um you know the good right. old thing so that's nice i got my dog in studio with me too again guys <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know just in case that. we hear just the farts case, it's, you're yeah. blaming the dog yeah i'm totally blaming the dog but hey so like going down memory lane i mean Oh, yeah, here it is right here. It's that complex one, Santi. See if you can pull that up full screen. Yeah. Shout out to Complex. Thank you for posting this. Um, yeah, they, they give some good news on, you know, updated it, events and yeah, stuff Yeah, I think like it, that. Santi, if you go back to the messages and just click on the actual photo, it should take you right to that post unless they've deleted it for some reason. But, but yeah, dude, going down memory lane, um, 
If you just actually, yeah, there you go. Look at that, dude. It's fucking going off. That's crazy. Like, that was just taken recently, right? Yeah, they're yeah. now enjoying concerts again. I mean, this yeah. is this is a big thing. Um, and other, I mean, this is a good start. You know, this is pushing other, you know, other people to get their lifted and to have concerts. They're going to see a huge spike in just people being fucking happy again. You know what I mean? And right. enjoying life again. So, I mean, there's a, I, I want to say... Uh, somewhere in the U. Oh, Australia. Sydney plots comeback tours, support acts, and more. And I believe that's lifted There's the on girls. March <laughs> on March eighth, bro. March eighth. Yeah. Uh, Australia's popping like this, you know. Barricade. What I, I would do right now. I don't now know if you to build barricade. This. Look at this. Photo. I would build barricade. Look at this photo. Do you see any dudes in this photo? It's like a stadium full of chicks, dude. Is this a dream or I mean like coming out of COVID? That's crazy. Yeah, if you were if you were into um what's that boy band shit? Fucking Insane. See that's how <laughs> yeah, that's how old I am. Is that's the first thing I it's thought on of. The is, block? Yeah, fucking uh nine ninety eight degrees. You remember that shit? No, I don't remember <laughs> that. That was shit. Santi's favorite. I didn't dude. Like Santi that shit had the then. poster up on the wall and everything, ninety eight degrees, Nick Lachey. Um, so Australia's popping, about to pop off. I don't know. I'm just going to, sorry, I know where we're going. Um, but French judge hands out sentences in, uh, Madonna's stage collapse case. Oh um, shit. Really? To yeah. like the road guys? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the road guys, but I know it was probably on engineers. I would imagine. Yeah, dude, that was a few years ago, right? Like that was nothing recent. That was like ten years yeah, ago. The, the trial took place on Wednesday, February seventh or seventeenth. I happened to actually be in—I might have been in France or Peru, uh, not Peru, um, Portugal when that happened. Actually, oh, was so that? yeah, Jack, uh, the former president of Live Nation France. Receives the most severe sentence, two years suspended imprisonment, and a fine of 20 euro. So 24K for us. Damn. And a two-year employment ban. Wow. Well, it's a good time to get an employment ban and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're in this industry, you're going to get fed, and you're not oh. making any money anyway. So what the fuck, you know? Yeah, the British staging company... Um, ESG was sentenced to two years suspended and a fine of 15 euro. I mean, the list goes on of these people getting That's all, crazy. all getting, um, especially with UK standards, man, that they, that something like that happened, you know, freak things happen though too, you know? Um, yeah, but they're way more into like safety and yeah. the rules than, you know, us. <laughs> I used, I used to climb up a, a 48 foot. They're way stick more of into the rules. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> What's that? I just love how you put that. They're way more into the rules and like safety and bullshit like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'll just say like I didn't even know what a harness was until I was fucking old enough to put it on. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like beforehand it was like that's how you sh you showed your fucking stripes. Like your manhood. my peacock feathers. Yeah, my manhood. Yeah, fucking yeah. put the dick on the table. I ain't got time um, to put on a harness. Let's go. You're the one I'll, I'll always say, man, you slowed me down and you put it in perspective of 
what it's worth to just take the extra second and not to be that hero or to be that fucking guy. Right. Like, I'll always give you thanks and probably save my life from being injured or a severe fall. It's ever since you pulled you pulled me off to the side and you were like mad. You're like, listen, yeah. like this takes two minutes and you're not going to do it on my shift and you're not going to do it on my job. Like, so just do it. And then you like set me off to the side again. Dude, like, I saw too we many to bad dinner. things happen, man. I've seen. Yeah. I've been on gigs, multiple gigs where people have fell. So, and it's not pretty, man. So I always got to thank you, man. Thank you. know, appreciate hey, man. you fucking slapping me. I love me you, brother. And, uh, if, if I didn't hey, love you, this... I would have been like, go get it, kid. Come on, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> no. Exactly. No, I do it for exactly. anybody. Like them or not, you know, it's fucking. But also at the same time, it can be a false sense of safety, too. So don't don't think just because you got a harness on, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You, did, you definitely don't want to fall in one. There's got to be a rescue plan to get you out of it, too, man. Uh, that's the whole thing. You can die in a harness that you're hanging from, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, you don't think about the four-foot leash on the yeah, back dude, end. Yeah, dude, if it's that 15 you're just... feet, yeah, your circulation, you can get your legs amputated, all kinds of crazy shit, you know, from cut-off circulation. But anyways, if you guys, I mean, going back to cities, events, like pre-COVID, going down memory lane here a little bit, if there was any place you could go in the world or any event, where would it be right now? That's what I want to know. Wow. Well, that's a rough question. But. Yeah, unfortunately for me, like my touring was just strictly U.S. and I've done U.S. tour after U.S. tour after U.S. tour. So I'll keep it in the U.S. You know, hey, mine stays in at. the U.S. too, man. I'm fucking, I love the USA, man. Europe yeah, can so, keep all their runny ketchup. South America can keep their really good white stuff and no ice in any drinks. You know, like. <laughs> I want some ice, damn it! I'm a fucking American. <laughs> that's the one. Th- that was the one thing I went to Croatia, and we like bought out a whole restaurant's ice. It was like they were like they were like, listen, we can't give you any more ice, and I was. We were like, well, how much would it cost just to get everything? They're like, we can't do that, and we just started throwing money on the table. <laughs> the guy grabbed it and was like, okay, we'll bring it out to you. But yeah, none of that. I don't warm beer and shit like that. All right, let's keep it U.S. Okay, what I would miss. It, it has to be New Orleans, and it needs to be, like, either Voodoo Fest or the um, Jazz Fest. It's cool every year, but I would have to say Voodoo Fest, and shout out to my boy, Lashard, for doing this. I was on tour, you know. Shit, I, I met really... you in Voodoo Fest, I think, actually. Y- yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know who you with, but. I, I was there okay. doing. Okay, anyway, sorry, keep going. No. Keep going. Okay, so whatever it was. I was there. The The main act, I'm a big hip-hop fan, rap, Outkast was there. And your boy Huge. gotta love some Outkast, bro. I love me some Outkast. So I knew a person that was there with the company I was working with or that I'm working with. And they were going to get me backstage. And, you know, you massage one person, you, you know, you can get whoever in. So next thing you know... um, they wouldn't let me in. The guy couldn't get us back in, everything like that. So next thing you know, Lashar just walks in. I just met him maybe a week beforehand, and he got us on stage up on the second deck, like second level uh, deck, so you're overlooking the stage. I'm not out in the crowd, and all I am is surrounded by 20 models 
It was me and one other person, and there was nothing but models around us just raging, bro. We had a great time. <laughs> that happened to me time. one time, but it was the Olsen twins, and I was watching Metallica at Bonnaroo. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Just raging? <laughs> just raging, yeah. Yeah, people don't get it. They're there just to have fun, too. And, you know, who knows what models were were yeah. there. But, yeah, I mean, it was a good time. Hell, yeah. What about you, Santi? Going back in time or to the future, where, where would you be right now? If you could be anywhere, any time of year, fucking any show. doesn't even have to be a show, man. It could just be, like, the beach in Portugal or some shit, man. Shit, I haven't done a lot of uh, international travel, so yeah. I'll keep it domestic. Hey, like domestic Duarte. USA <laughs> is the best. <laughs> fucking Miami, man. It's my vibes. I could see you down there. Down at Tootsie's yeah, getting shoulder rubs. Everybody speaks Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Everybody speaks Spanish. That's my shit. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, I could see you fitting in down there with Frankie and the boys at fucking oh, American Airlines. Ever, yeah, have Mangos you ever seen? At Mangos. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Santi in all white, bro? He kills it with the cigar and a little fedora oh, on. Oh, hell yeah. He's right, in, he's right in the game out there, bro. With my fucking chest hair hanging out. <laughs> you ever been to Tootsie's down there? I don't think I have. No. Uh, yeah. You uh-uh. got to go check it out, Drake. Go check 11. It out. I've been to yeah. 11. Okay. I hate Miami, but that's just me. Hey, so uh, did you guys hear about NBA All-Stars just announced they're actually going to have the game. The players fucking manned up and said, all right, let's do it. So that's cool. Yeah. That's I coming mean, back. I don't. I think it's stupid, though, but as even a fan, and I hardly watch the All-Star game because of how it plays out. Recently, the game has actually been good. Like, fourth quarter, they actually play defense. They want to win. But no one's no one wants to play without the fans. Right. You know, they bring in the live music. It's just it's going to be something that the NBA is just trying to make money on, and it sucks that, you know, these guys should be taking the time off if COVID was the problem. They should be taking time off, you know. Not to mention it's more travel, more stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. More more reason to now there's going to be problems later on. Yeah. And this star athlete can't play for the next, you know, three games because he got COVID while playing a fucking all-star game. Did you guys see uh, the NHL built a outdoor hockey ring? And it looked like one of the staging companies was involved. I saw a time lapse with it, and it looked like some – staging decks going down i don't know who it was but uh but yeah they built an outdoor hockey ring in tahoe and they're going to be playing some games outdoors which is dope they've been doing that outdoor series where they did it like oh that's right yeah like that so i think they just took that and you know did a model of it what a great place to do it too man shit especially if you're not gonna have an audience or anything like you might Dude, as well those have guys are going to be living the good life. You know, the players are going to be living the good life if they're staying up there for any amount of time. Yeah, I mean, they supported the Olympics out there. I'm sure they can do a fucking hockey game. Good old, good old. That's my that's my snowboarding turf. Squaw Valley, bro. Squaw. They got an awesome Instagram page too. I follow them on Instagram. They always posting like, it must be like some of the snowcat dudes that run it. Because they're always posting just these badass photos of them grooming and just doing fucking cool shit. That's gonna be, that's my backup plan if the podcast doesn't work out. I'm gonna go be a groomer at one of the mountains. Just hot box your little fucking yeah, hell yeah, operation area and yeah, <laughs> drive and groom. 
Oh, dude, that would be... My uncle works for Squaw Valley, so, I mean, that would be a dream of mine, too, just to get out there and just, you know, go snowboarding every day, go ski, but... So did you guys hear about former all-star baseball player Johnny Davin got arrested for something, but... Or he got arrested for something, but he was resisting arrest while he got arrested, so I'm sure... He was sauced up or something. I don't know the whole story. But you guys know what's up? Yeah, I mean the dude's in Florida, so let's let's just give him give him a little bit of a break because whatever happens in Florida, he's in Deltona, Florida. Yeah, in Deltona, <laughs> and it never shocks anyone if, if something crazy like that. You're like Florida yeah. is the spot. Yeah, so the dude blew meth gators. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, bath salts, all that good shit. Right, fucking. No, the guy was, he blew three times over the legal limit. And then I think he was like, with the cop, he was like, hey, listen, I'm a cool guy. Like, you know, like, there's no need for this. I'm a good guy. I'm a cool guy. Bro, you get hemmed up and you got to go to the station just like anyone else. Yeah. Guy's an idiot, but, you know, three times. Back to some more news. Uh, One of my nuggets, Jamal Murray. Second most, uh, what was it? Is the second most efficient fifty-point performance in the NBA history against the Cavs? Yeah, and they won I'll that tell game you why. too. I'll tell you why it's the second most is because the dude scored fifty points without a single free throw. Damn. He didn't shoot one free throw, and you know how tough tough it is to not go to the line, especially that dude. He has it. I mean, he's one of the young players that has it all right now. A shooting game, a drive game, and, you know, he, he's just a baller. So to do that without shooting a free throw is very impressive. Very, very impressive. I mean, we're getting ready for March Madness. Can't wait for that. It's coming up. All this business. I can't wait, bro. College basketball is going to be it. March Madness Co- COVID edition. Hey, listen, it, you know. Hey, these kids need fans, man. They need the energy, you know? I don't know. That's going to be weird. I mean, at least at least have the family there so that they feel some type of thing. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, a bunch of fans. Maybe some of your student, at, you know, your, your diehard fans that travel with the teams. Because a lot of these schools, they'll bring a bus with the team and fans to go to, you know, wherever they're going. But I think for sure their family should have some tickets and be able to enjoy this is once in a lifetime for majority of these kids and they'll never play basketball after this again so to have your family there's everything man i gotta say too like you know the one sport that has weathered the storm through thick and thin i mean i think they ended up taking like three weeks off but shout out to dana white and the ufc man they're still crushing it and uh, it's where our special guest is actually coming from. A uh, little spoil alert before he hops on here. But uh, we got our man Dustin Jacoby is going to be joining us today for a minute. He's fighting on Saturday. So, Santi, if you want to, I don't know, we have, we're watching a highlight reel of his before the podcast started. Just And he was amped. just murking people. So I'd like to watch that until he gets on. He should be joining us here in the next few minutes. So the dude is a is a straight killer in there, bro. His striking is just by far. It's just something to watch, and you're like, you know, someone's going down. Hell and yeah. I want to see some fucking blood on the knuckles, you know. Santi, you got to play some of the audio too, man. The audio to this is pretty good, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know where this track came from, but gotta have it. 
yo, just this dude coming from glory. We all know what type of type of men come out from there, and the striking is just by far what they stand out for. So this dude just puts people down on the mat. He's coming out with knees, Damn. elbows, <laughs> fisticuffs. I mean, the dude wants to bang. So whoever it is, meet him in the fucking center of the ring. The dude wants to put your ass down, bro. Look at him. This dude got dreads, cornrows, don't matter. You're gonna get knocked out, stumbling along. So a little history on Dustin. This is his second contract with the UFC. And uh, he's coming back with a vengeance, man. This will be his third, I think, I believe his third fight. And uh, he's going up a pretty gnarly opponent. But uh, we're excited to have Dustin on. And here he is right now, actually. So. Ah, uh, hell yeah. Dustin just joined uh, us. Fucking What's up, fellas? Dustin Jacoby on the Show Ready podcast, man. Ladies, men, UFC light heavyweight Dustin Jacoby, the Hanyak, is joining us. What's up, Dustin? <laughs> Not much, Bobby, man. I appreciate you having me on the podcast and, and with your buddy as well. And I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, Kyle's here with us, man. And uh, okay, these and Santi's here with us, too. We're stoked to have you on, man. And we really appreciate you taking some time out of your training schedule. And uh, we want to talk to you about what's going on, you know. Sorry, bro. We lost you for a minute. Yeah, there we go. We're excited to hear about some USA versus Russia action coming up uh you know, here this next weekend. So yeah, man, I'm excited. The fight's next Saturday, uh, February 27th. Um, as far as I've seen, I think I'm the first fight on the main card, which kick off around six o'clock here, local time, mountain time. So, uh, super excited to face another crafty vet in, in, uh, Max Grisham and, and may the best man win. Hell yeah. How are you feeling, man? Feeling good, healthy, all that. I yeah, I'm happy, man. I'm healthy. I feel great. Camp's been good. I've had uh, you know almost eight weeks to prepare since since we found out about this fight, and uh, things have been going as planned. And we've been working hard, punching the clock, and ready to collect that paycheck next weekend. Hell you know, yeah, Dustin Kyle here, man. Congratulations on returning to the UFC, man, and thank you for jumping on to the Show Ready podcast, man. It, definitely huge thanks. Um, we were watching, obviously, your highlight reel, bro. You are a killer in there, man. Like, <laughs> there is no fucking doubt about it. You're there to put someone on the fucking mat. And as a fan, yo, you're giving us everything we want to watch. So, but beforehand, like, me and Bobby, we come from the touring industry. Um, same with Santi. And we, we understand what music brings to, one, a fighter, um, you know, the fans, everything like that. So what are you listening to to get you amped up before the fight? Hey, Kyle, uh, nice to meet you, bro. Thanks for having me on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm a big music guy. I listen to music from country to rap and everything in between. Uh, but lately, to be honest with you, what I've been listening to is a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, and a lot of books. I've been I've been I downloaded the Audible book, yeah. uh, the Audible app, and I've been listening to a ton of books, man. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, with a lot of my time when I had to strength and conditioning, when I had to and from the gym, I'm always listening to a podcast or a book. Yeah, to get the you, – you're staying focused. And, you know, sometimes music might get you a little over-ready and over-prepared where you're losing more than you're putting in, you know what I mean? Just even sitting there, you're just getting anxious, ready to fight, I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt about it. And uh, like I said, I love music to me is one of the things that it just brings out a lot of emotion. I love, you know, Eric Church, another country artist that I really listen to a lot. He said it best. It's 
uh, funny how a melody sounds like a memory. And that's yeah. what I love about music, man. A certain song could come on and it brings me right back to a, to a time and place that I could just think of instantly in my mind. And uh, it, it's always good times, man. So uh, I, I'm a big music guy. I love music. All right. So with that going in, like you're you're staying with the podcast, you're staying with the audio book, staying focused right before you're going to go out. What are you walking out to then? You know, what music are you going out to? So I've been all across the board earlier in my amateur days. You know, I'm Dustin Jacoby. My initials are DJ. A lot of my great friends, you know, I go by DJ to a lot of people. I'd always walk out to Little Wayne, go DJ. Yeah. And it, it, it's just it's just a perfect song, man. It gets the crowd pumped up. Again, I can remember the very first time I ever walked out to it, my friends and family just going nuts. And I used that a lot. But uh, uh, the last couple fights, I've been walking out to Tom Petty running down a dream. And that's why I'm going to stick with this fight as well. And I, I just I, I love Tom Petty. I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. And and uh, classic rock in general, but that one really hits me, man. It's uh, it's what I'm doing, man. I'm chasing this dream. I'm running it down, and 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 I love being in a good mood too when I'm walking out. And I've been through it all, right? I've I've very experienced. I've walked out to a lot of different music. There's times before fights where I've been like raging and I've been just jamming and like just ready to kill. And then there's times where you know I got Tom Petty running down a dream coming on. And I just got a smile on my face, man, and I feel good. And that that's what I'm feeling right now, man. So I'm sticking with it and one of my favorite songs. And and just to jump on that, like I'm sure there's nothing scarier than watching a person just in a ring smiling and calm as could be. <laughs> like, you know, some of these other dudes amped around, jumping, hitting the cage and shit like that, like that hoo-ha. I'm more afraid of the silent killer, like what you're <laughs> describing right now. But I pissed myself a little bit right now, just you even talking about it. Yeah, for sure, man. Dak. Sorry, my dog's going nuts. He's got, oh, we got an awesome dog, Dak Attack, man. Dude, I do. Shout man. out to Dak. Hey, bro. No. Hey, this way. He's like, I hear somebody Sorry, in the house. He's like, it's that, it's that big he guy, does, Bobby's man. back. And, any anytime any other dog walks by the place, man, he freaks out. He's so, he's so protective. But, uh, uh, yeah, man. So, and like I said, uh, you know, guys, you got guys bouncing off the walls, but I feel like you do you do your best when you're happy. When you're when you're happy, no, and no matter what you're doing in life, um, you, you don't want to bring too much emotion into it. You want, you know, because obviously emotions play a big role, but you want to be calm and you want to be in control of your emotions. So uh, that, that's what I've learned throughout my journey, man. And, and I like listening to some tunes that just keep me mellow. Hell yeah. Dustin, we're so pumped to watch you fight on Saturday, man. I, I'm jacked up about it just because I know you as a person now, you know, we've done some other podcasts and people, I promise you when Dustin's in the ring, you're going to see some fireworks you know, go watch his highlight reel. Um, you know, who's in your corner for this fight, man? You're you surround yourself with good people, and that's one thing I love about you. Who's in your corner for this one? Yeah, man, it, I, I, that's another thing I've always said. You know, you, you you surround yourself with positive people, with successful people, and and show me your friends. I'll show you your future. You know, you want to be around. You want to be around good people, and that's what I always surround myself with. Of course, the general Mark Montoya is going to be in my corner. He's our head coach at Factory X. Uh, just a great human being, a, a great mentor, a guy that, uh, you know, it's important when you're walking out to the rain to go go to go to battle, to have somebody on your back that you know if shit hits the fan, it's going to be right there with you. And there's no doubt in my mind 
you know, obviously he can't go in there and fight for me, but I know it's still that same feeling. Like if things go wrong, I feel comfortable with him. Um, our our jujitsu coach, Mario Carrera, Coach Busy, uh, he's going to be in my corner as well. So I got those two, and, and we've been on a nice little run. I've had Busy in my corner my last five fights, and 5-0 uh, and oh in my last five. So going for number six, man. Awesome. We yeah. love that whole team Let's down go. there at Factory X and uh yeah, we're stoked for it. So Yeah, we've got a great we've got a great thing going at Factory X, man. I think coach said the other day we have eighteen guys to fight in the UFC and, and we've got tons more that are getting ready that are up and coming that'll be in the UFC soon. And uh, you know, tons of amateurs that are just turning pro that are you know, you can't believe that they're still that in that point in their career because there's so much beyond that and, and potential and, and what they bring to the table. So uh, we got a great thing brewing over there, man. I don't think it's any coincidence of all the success that we're having, and it's all led by you know our general Mark Montoya. Hell yeah, yes. and that, it's that whole mentality of iron sharpens iron, right? Like when you're surrounded by all those people, you're training with them too. So yeah, man, great shit. iron sharpens iron, and and uh, competition breeds success. You know, I th- I've always been a firm believer in that. You know, I played college football. I was a quarterback, and in our quarterback room we had three guys that all of us could have started and we were all pushing each other. And it was always a theme, you know, competition breeds success. And that's what it's like at the gym, man. There, there's no easy rounds. In fact, uh, Cody Brundage, a buddy of mine, just fought for LFA, just got a big victory. I think I he said that. the best. He's like, he's like, dude, going into this fight, it's like easy compared to, you know, sparring everybody at the gym on Friday. So, uh, you know, we, it, it's awesome, man, being surrounded by, by a bunch of like-minded individuals. Yeah, it comes from it's a I call it a little trinkle effect. It starts at the top and everyone it's contagious. And then I'm sure I mean, you're surrounded by nothing but some of the best of the best in there. So it's only pushing you. I mean, and you know, you're you're pushing them too cuz you're, you know, your success story, everything behind everything like this, uh your background, it's just it's it's definitely, you know, motivation to a lot of people, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. For sure. I mean, I don't want to take you off of, you know, the task at hand and, you know, you versus Mother Russia. No, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, what are you doing after this? Like, you know, after the five, do you have any plans? I know you're like listening to Bobby's podcast, um, The Mountainside. You're a big golfer and hunter and things like that. So I'm sure you got something planned out. I do, man. As a matter of fact, I got some big plans. I fight on Saturday. Uh, wife and I and some family and friends were staying until Monday in Vegas. We're going to fly back Monday. And then on Wednesday, I fly back to Vegas and I have my guy, my annual guy's golf trip, which is oh. the week after my fight. So uh, it's perfect timing, man. I got my fight, come home for a day, regather my thoughts, get all my gear back together, and then head back to Vegas just to have a blast for about five, six days. So uh, really looking forward to it, man. A bunch of a great group of guys, a bunch of my best friends from way back in the day, and, and, and again, more competition. And I'm always competing, man. We're, we're battling for a blue jacket. We're gonna go have some fun and play some golf in Vegas. So I'm pumped. Oh man, and um, hopefully the weather is there. Is like you know, it's perfect weather for you guys. Not too hot, not too cold. But, yeah, it's and, supposed to be pretty nice. I think this week in Vegas is going to be like in the mid seventies, and I think it's going to continue to get warmer after that. So, like you said, hopefully the, it's not too windy. Hopefully the sun stays out. And either way, man, any any day on the golf course beats a day anywhere else, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, yeah. What do you, what's your handicap? I'm a, I'm an eight handicap. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm a decent golfer, you know. Yeah, but yeah. but again, the, the the hard part is it's also it's early season. 
So, you know, your swing's not there. Like we always have our trip in March and it goes for everybody. Nobody's playing their best golf in March, but you know, we've, we've all got the same hill to climb. So, um, hey, you know, the, but, the odds are stacked against everyone. But I'm sure not everyone's coming straight from a fight afterwards. So, I mean, they can give you some fucking leniency on that right there. Yeah, no kidding, man. Although, if history repeats itself, I tell you what, my past two fights, I've played golf right after, and I've shot some of the best rounds I've ever shot. So, And that, that's with swollen hands and swollen ankles and black eyes and, and just everything, elbows hurting. I'm like, man, I don't even know if I can swing a club. I go out there and surprise myself. So. Hopefully it continues. Listen, hey. you sound like an all-around athlete, baseball, <laughs> football. I mean, you know. Yeah, I did, I, I did it all, man. I did it all growing up. I've always awesome. I, I wrestled, did taekwondo as a kid, you know, played football, basketball, baseball, played four years of college football, and now in MMA. So I've just been in competition my whole life, man. I love it. Hey, not to mention, too, something to bring up to your buddies. I don't know if you saw it. It's the 25-year anniversary of Happy Gilmore, the movie. I don't know if you're a fan or not. <laughs> Oh, but hell yeah. Did you see hell Adam yeah. Sandler out there crushing balls, man? Dude, it was awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. And then you saw Shooter McGavin's yeah. response, which I thought was super cool. Yeah, that, yeah. that was awesome, man. I, I I don't know how many times that video circulated in my group of buddies. I had buddies <laughs> from all over the place sitting and I was sitting there. But yeah, we got a kick out of that. Yeah. Hell yeah. I even, we, we turned on Happy Gilmore. I told my wife, we got to watch Happy Gilmore. Nice <laughs> 25th anniversary. Oh, hell yeah. Uh -huh. I made my kids watch it. I got up the next morning and they were watching it before they went to school. I was like, hell yeah. Shut them. Yeah, you, like, you can't you say that right, at school, bro. right? <laughs> Good stuff, man. Raise them right. Man, Dustin, thank you so much for coming on, dude. I know I really appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule. We're going to be rooting for you for your fight. You know, uh, we always will be. I'm a big fan of yours. Um, and, uh, you know, before you jump off of here, tell people where they can find you if they want to follow you leading up to the fight. Uh, I know you have a pretty extensive Instagram page where you share a lot more than just training, um, but anywhere yeah. else where people can catch you on social media or websites or anything like that. Yeah, man, I'm at, I'm at, uh, on Instagram at the Hanyak DJ. The Hanyak is a nickname of mine. If you don't mind me, I'll share it real quick. It was, uh, my twin brother and I growing up, uh, my grandma would always call us little Hanyaks when we were acting out or when we were just acting out when we were being crazy. She'd be like, you guys need to calm down. You're being little Hanyaks. Well, uh, a good buddy of mine stood in my wedding. I uh, called me up one day. He's been to a lot of my fights. He's like, dude, I got the perfect nickname for it. You should be the Hanyak. And he's from Illinois and, and no one knows what the Hanyak means or what it is. And I was like, dude, where, how did you know that? Where did you see that? Like my grandma used to call us that. I was like, that's awesome. You know, well, my first road to glory kickboxing tournament, it was the first time I ever did glory. It was the first time I ever did kickboxing. It was three fights in one night. I'm in the back room. I'm getting my hands taped and the announcer's coming around talking to everybody. He's like, Hey, do you got a nickname? And I was like, no. And he was walking off. I was like, well, hold on. I was like, hold on tonight. I do. I was like, call me the Hanyak. And I ended up going out there and I, I knocked out all three guys and I won oh. the tournament and the Hanyak's just stuck ever since, man. So, uh, that, that that's where that comes from. And it's got a, a deep meaning to me because my grandma, you know, and, and she actually just passed away in November. Oh, so, sorry, man. um, yeah, man, it was uh, pretty unfortunate. She was 75. She was battling dementia and Alzheimer's, but, uh, you know, I kind of see it as a blessing in disguise. She actually tripped and fell down the stairs, and, and that's what actually ended up leading to uh, her death. But, you know, I, she was battling a horrible disease, and I saw her going downhill pretty fast. So 
you know, I, I, I just came to kind of see it as a little blessing in disguise that she didn't have to go through the pain and the misery that I saw her brother go through. And, you know, it kind of runs bad in our family, which is a little scary, you know, no doing what I do, but, um, anyway, we'll turn this into a little positive, you know, the Hanyak. So thank God to my grandma, she gave me that. And now it sticks with me. And every time I fight, I think of her, but, uh, it's at the Hanyak DJ on Instagram. I think Twitter's the same, the Hanyak DJ. I don't, I don't use Twitter too much, but I'm more, I'm more Instagram and then Facebook's just my name. And, and I try, I'm trying to eliminate that early on in my career. I get like a bunch of random uh, friend requests. I just accept them all. Well, now my Facebook, you know, Facebook's getting crazy anyway these days, but yeah. uh, I, I just have all these people that I don't even know who they are. So I'm, I'm trying to eliminate Facebook to just, you know, my friends and family, my closer friends and family. But uh, Instagram is a big one I use, man. That's where you can find me. I post a lot of uh, just what I do, golf, hunting, uh, training, fighting, um, et cetera, man. So, uh, yeah, to anybody who'd like to follow, it's, it's, uh, I appreciate it. I love your comedy stuff you put on there. The meme you put on the other day that I messaged you about, I was dying laughing, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all over the board, dude. Yeah. I put all kinds of stuff yeah. up there. And I, I, I even, I mean, I keep it a little more simple, but I should open it up and put some more funny stuff on there, man. That's, that's what people like to see. People like to follow that stuff. So I'm going to have to keep adding it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you'll have to come on here and shoot the shit with us again, man. Uh, we love, I'd we love to. we'll have you anytime. So, so yeah, thank you right. so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule. Yeah. yeah thank, thank you guys you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Go out there. You were, you got, three other guys in your corner now bro like i'm all in on you bro like watching your Kyle's fight gonna is... kick a hole in his tv probably <laughs> i was walking back and forth watching your highlight reel and i was just ready just to start breaking shit like i went back into old like roadie you know you got the rock and roll ma- mentality but this is my house i can't be breaking shit it's covid time <laughs> I appreciate it, guys, man. You you see us in there, and you know, fighters. It's a solo. When it comes down to the event, it's a solo sport. But when I go in there, man, I think of all my family and friends and people that I've met along the way. I know they're on my back, and I can feel their energy and I can feel their support. And you know, that really does help when you're going through the fight. And uh, you know, you just don't want to let people down, man. It gives you that extra strength to just finish and, and get through it. So get the job done. So I appreciate you guys and. After I get this big victory, I'd love to get back on the on the podcast and talk some more. Let's yeah, do it, man. Yeah, yeah, we got We got to know what you shot the next uh, a couple of days later. You know what I mean? So we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> a little bit more sure. about golf. Totally, man. I'm down. You know, I've for said sure. this before too. You got a direct line to me, so hit me up anytime, man. I appreciate you, Bobby. No, I appreciate good, you. Good man. talk with you guys. Thank Saturday, you, Saturday, man. Thank you. <laughs> Same to you. Good good luck, boys. Right. Go get some. Thank you. See you, Dustin. See you, boys man that guy is the, salt of the earth man bro what a down-to-earth human being yeah yo i got chills going right now because <laughs> i'm afraid like i'm afraid like he was just got like i don't know it's not possible but a leg kick or one of his knees like i think he's gonna put this dude down with the fucking knee i i, I don't know what it is i have this little little gift that comes to me yeah. A knee is going to be this knockout, bro. Okay. This dude is, he's coming at you full steam ahead and just w- listening to him, getting to know him first time, fucking great human being. That's scary. When people, yeah, when yeah. people are that calm, that focused, bro, 
this guy, he, you know, he's going to put this dude's dick in the dirt <laughs> in the canvas, bro. In the canvas. So, yeah, and, the, you know, everybody that he trains with down there is kind of that same mentality. It's just a great group of people. Uh, if you're ever in Denver, they encourage people to drop into. Um, you can go down there and roll with probably not with some of these guys. They have certain fight camps, but you can go down there and roll and get instruction from some of these guys. And that's at Factory X, Muay Thai. Uh, it's Coach Mark Montoya. He's a stud. He's always at a UFC. Always. We'll, we'll try to get him on here, too, at some point when he's uh, available. But, yeah, man, big shout-out to Dustin and uh, his whole crew, and uh, we're hoping success for him on uh, Saturday. If we're able to, let's all get together and do a little uh, Instagram live, Watching have a the, couple drinks, yeah. watch him fight. We'll do our little commentating. Anyone that wants to jump on with us and, you know, shoot it's the shit. It's pretty simple to watch the fight. If you don't have ESPN Plus, go sign up for it. You get UFC fight nights on there. I think it's $5 a month or something. Totally worth it. What are you? Are, you, are we? We're not are sponsored they are, by them. Are they our but sponsors? But they're going to go to watch the fight you, and not be able to get just, on. <laughs> you just rolled that in there. It sounds so good, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I literally was about to pay double to go get ESPN Plus <laughs> because you just sold it. Well, ESPN, we want our cut then, you know? So uh, fucking we're, we're waiting for that sponsorship. Oh, my goodness. All right, man. Well, shit, man. We burned up the time with uh, Dustin, but what a great guy to have on. Should we just roll on? with you there, Bobby? What's new with you? I know you're busy fucking mountainside just booming. Yeah, For the people that don't watch the mountainside, go watch the mountainside, but watch Show Ready first (laughs) and then the mountainside. Nah, I'm fucking with you, bro. Listen to them both, man. That's the whole point. So if you don't like what you're hearing from one... You can go get some education from the other one. And if it's too educational, come on over to this side, you know. So this is my fun podcast. They're both fun. But uh, the other one I'm learning. And sometimes my brain starts smoking. Uh, Got a great episode that just came out last week. Uh, Matthew Kimson, he's a tactical shooting competition guy. He's in the top, like, ten of those dudes. And that's some elite shit. Like, they'll farm or carry, like, 450 pounds for – you know, 300 yards and then have to take a 300 yard shot with a rifle on a two inch strip of tape, you know, while your arms are smoked and that sort of thing. So it's a lot of running, shooting. Uh, I don't know if I was going to go compete in something now, I think it would be that not at any sort of high elite level, but just for the fun of it, man. I mean, you're strapping on a bulletproof vest, a full kit. Yeah. Like, like a big and tall event though. You need to have the big and tall. That's a Dairy Queen, bro. <laughs> uh, you need to have the big and tall event for uh, the big yeah. boys that can't run yeah. and that can't, you know, roll around. But, but that, that's it. There is a there is some, you know, I think you get time to deduct deductions for like if you miss a shot or something like that, right? Yeah. It starts going off your time. So, so hey, you listen, get cut out if, a couple different ways. If they have that where it's like you had to carry your groceries make a sandwich shoot like i'm all game in that like i'm carrying fucking shit up six flights of stairs sometimes right. <laughs> you know i'm ready to rock and roll sometimes dude i'm so, yeah. still amped bro <laughs> ufc is no I'm- joke man that's gonna be a good card uh i know we're just coming off of some amazing fights from last weekend but this weekend you gotta go watch i mean dustin is gonna be something to reckon with 
he just this is his second or third fight back to the UFC after like even, being out for 15 years. So I didn't even want to mention his stuff like his last two fights over in the Contender, right? Uh, it was one in Contender, and then oh. I think he's had it's either one or two. Santi, you might have to fact check me on this. I think it's only one UFC fight that he's had since yeah. he re-signed his contract. But his Contender Series fight was it was a shows i mean if you have fight pass go back and watch it man it it was fucking awesome and it was good to see him get a contract i think almost all the guys that won that night got contracts too which is really unusual so that and, says something too because a lot there was yeah. a lot of heavy hits on and i don't think dana dana just shelled him out and then he showed up for his second or his first debut ufc fight on a fight night and just murdered in the first round i think um it, it was an awesome performance. So I would imagine he's still got that same head of steam. He's been doing nothing but training since the last Bro. one. And uh, Bro. he's no joke, you know? Bro, like, I know he's not taking his opponent lightly. The dude's a veteran. I've seen that. He had a bunch of fights. I mean, he's not he's not fighting some Joe Schmo guy. but Dude, if you're in the UFC and you got a contract, it is the elite top 25 yeah. in each weight division. You know, and he's a light heavyweight. So... Those guys, I, I, nothing against those other weight divisions, but to me, that's probably the toughest division there is. You know, you're fast, you're heavy hands, bro. They're the most when explosive. You get, when yeah, you get when you taken get down, out, you, yeah, you're talking about you know, 400 pounds of men hitting the mat, <laughs> pretty hard. Plus, you know, so so it's no oh. joke, you know. Uh, so yeah, guys. Um, so his last um, two fights were. Uh, UFC and uh so he fought August 4th 2020 August and then October 31st 2020 okay so obviously his last fight was in October and that was uh, a TKO one, in the first round yes the October 31st on Halloween TKO yes. oh, Halloween that's right dude it was a oh. badass fight too great to see that W for him so well I'm thinking another one's going to be coming on Saturday night. Yeah. But, yeah, that's crazy. The dude's just a killer. Get ready for some fireworks, like you said, Bobby. What's up with some funny uh, some funny shit going on? I know I sent a lot of stuff yep. that, you know, I almost, I almost spit out fucking cereal on one. Not only There's do I things. love doing these clips on the show, but I love receiving them, too, because it's just so fucking hilarious. And I think... Should we start scrolling to the bottom so we can stay somewhat current with them? <laughs> because there's so many. They're starting to build up. And uh, I think we, we only end up doing about four or so per episode. Yeah. But is there um, anyone? Well, I'll let you pick, Kyle. You pick. I mean, we got to go with what's going on in all around the U.S., which is fucking just crazy cold weather. And look at this D-bag that Santi, right above the buffalo. This guy. I mean, these are what people like, you know. Oh, this I looks want like all eyes Holland on me. or something. Yeah, all eyes on me. All eyes on me. Oh <laughs> yes, face plant right into a fucking into some pass- sewage water. <laughs> oh my goodness! And look at him. He just looks like he's just defeated right now. This dude so this was dude's... definitely at the mushroom shop. He was at the smart shop getting some shrooms. <laughs> dude, even with the ice breaking. Him slapping his face, he looked like someone just grabbed his feet. Like, 
I don't know if Satan grabbed his feet or the Loch Ness monster <laughs> did, but he he went oh. face first in ice, and that does not feel good. He's trying to gather himself. Another complex. Shout Another out to complex. complex. All right. All right. Oh, go to this iceberg one just down oh, in yeah. the middle of it. So I don't know what are these fucking scientists or something that are trying to get a sample. They're on this floating iceberg. There's a ship, and whoever's on the ship is videoing, and this roller wave comes in, and they both oh. get sucked off. Oh. And then the fucking iceberg tips over on them to boot. So not only are you in Arctic freezing water, now you got uh-huh. a fucking iceberg the size of that one guy's dead. A three story building. We're watching. Listen, listen, so, hey. We got to warn, if anyone's watching this shit on YouTube, this guy's dead. The dude that's in the center of that iceberg is dead. The one person's out. He's dead. Yeah. Shout out to Do you to know Nature's how big metal, an iceberg is underneath? Like, they're no joke. Oh, man. Hey, that's a... Oh, uh, yeah, this is great. Listen... Crime, Crime Faces, you got to play the audio, too. Crime Faces is one of my favorite Instagram followers out there. Car pulls up. Dude hops With all these ring cameras sweats. now that everybody has, Nowhere. all these He's porch pirates. Porch pirates. Clearly in the view of the nest. I think that that's probably the podcast title for this one. Let's come up with some better. This is a great addition to Oh, my goodness. Look at all so nonchalant. Like, oh, yo, this is my package. I just pulled up to my house and I ain't going in. Nope. Oh, shit. Hey, y'all, spray y'all. What you young boys call AR it? spray y'all. Look at that's an old head with the young head just telling him too. Like, listen, you'll die in that package. Look at him run off. His boy left him. His boy left him. Lucky it wasn't an Ikea box and he brought you inside and made you put it together. That's not a pistol. That's an AR-15. I don't know where they're at, but there's somewhere where it don't matter. Like, you know, it ain't California. One more or two more Santi, what do we got? Oh, Let's we got to go more. to this NBA dunk from yes, last thank week, you. man. I this was just shit. about to say. Who is this kid? This is a, number this one is, pick in the in the NBA pick. draft. He's a rookie this year, right? Rookie. Anthony Edwards. Look at him come off baseline and puts <laughs> his dick in some dude's face. That is what that is. And if anyone's watching. Look at him walk away smiling. This is the best, too, man. Like, look at this smile he's got on his face. This kid is going to be dangerous. Hey, if Steph Curry comments the the emoji, oh my God face, then he's, he's, he, that was a good dunk. For anyone that can't see this, the dude cocks back the ball so far back and puts it jam set. Dude, right here. This is your game. NBA jams. Yeah. You're on fire. After that, he just leveled up. That guy, that guy that caught up the poster. Where, who's the dude that caught the poster? It don't matter. Some white dude that can't jump. That's what it is. <laughs> he, he's on it. Can't jump. Hey, so, all right. So, okay, let's watch. I, uh, you, I gotta watch. I got. If you have one, I got the other one. I gotta watch the guy that's with right above him. Right Good. above him. Right oh, above okay. the basketball. Yep. Oh my that. goodness! This will be this the last one. This guy has so many tricks. Oh, nice. with this guy is, is twirling this thing. Is that a cigarette? Listen, at that point, it don't matter. I think it's just a. 
a joint. He puts it in his mouth. I think he swallows it. So this guy looks like he can tie. I mean, for sure, he can <laughs> he can tie a damn cherry stem, no problem. Because this guy's a rolling lit around. cigarette in his mouth, rolling it around from cheek to cheek, and then he takes a swig of like a monster or something, swallows no, it. That, and that's a Colt forty five, two zigzags. <laughs> Maybe that's all you need. He swishes it around. How does he keep that shit lit? It's got to be like those trick birthday candles that don't blow out. No, I don't. No, this <laughs> dude, come on, bro. This dude don't have enough money to buy his next beer, let alone some trick candles. He's for making a goddamn, some money right now. This is real life shit. Yeah. This dude is just known for this. He's just like everyone that sees him. Easy yeah, rollers. Easy rollers. Just. I wouldn't share a blunt with this guy. No, I don't, listen. It's There's COVID no time. Fast within, dude. Not with that. That's the same thing as when people put the whole blunt in their mouth and and pull it out. Like, I don't need that shit to be that wet, right? At all. Okay, so last video. Let's go to this white dude with the mullet here, and you got to play the audio oh, yes. for this one. Please, this shit made me laugh. I want that shit. one. The teacher was doing cool shit. Everybody's a bitch. He almost has like a fro mullet. All I've right, never that, seen that before. That's good, yeah. So this dude's got a full-on mullet. He's like upstairs at a house party, and he's telling everybody, hey, <laughs> you know, everybody's into doing cool shit until it's time to do cool shit. And if you've seen this guy, he's got some cool shit haircut, man. So this guy's his, mu- his mustache almost matches his yeah. ugly ass mullet. But this guy's walking into a room where he's stating this, and the reason I see him stating this is because everyone's just sitting on their phone. And he's like an old head where he's <laughs> yeah. like, listen here, motherfuckers. I'll tell you what. This is the guy that bought the house party the beer. <laughs> oh, easily. He might he might have even brought uh <laughs> He might have even brought a Taco Bell party pack. You know what I mean? A couple of fucking burritos. Look at the first comment. The we- uh, the wisest words comes from a dude that looks 23 and 43 at the same time. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, that's that young shit. old head. All right, fellas. Well, we're coming up on time, man. This has been a great episode. Thanks to our guests for coming on, Dustin Jacoby. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Listen, uh, if you're listening to this right now, we really appreciate your support. Please share it with a friend. Please follow us uh, on Instagram at ShowReady. If you want to get at us, if you want to send us some funny videos, please do at ShowReadyPodcast.com. If you want to uh, get it Dustin the next time we have him on or you got a question for him, we'll forward that on to him. Uh, So, yeah, message us, DM us. That's where we keep track of everything is at ShowReady. The other place we keep track of all that shit is at Patreon. Uh, thank you to everybody that's supporting us at Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate all your guys' support. There's some bonus footage. If you go there and you sign up for our Patreon, there's some bonus footage that you can get in touch with us there. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff here in the future, some different contests and stuff like that to, to get at us. So. So, yeah, check us out there. There's always information at showreadypodcast.com. We're on Twitter, 
all that stuff. Check us out. Yo, one thing I wanted to say, too, is we, a lot of the people that, you know, we know, everything like that, you might be listening. Throw us some of your pictures of old memories that you have of some shows or something that brings some, you know, happiness to you that we can show, we can post, we can talk about. And, you know, we have hundreds of them, uh, pictures, memories, everything like that. But, you know, we definitely want to hear it from from our viewers and the people that you know if you got your cat's deli receipt go ahead and post that and see if they beat myself and kyle at cats never (laughs) 97 dollar tab at a sandwich shop dude you you can never beat our tab bro not at that one beer (laughs) we had to split the beer because i was so poor at that time no i'm playing no, but yeah, shit, dude. I can't wait. We need to have some more involvement with our with our viewers. So that's gonna be you guys just coming in, chiming in. Just we like want to have said. that involvement. So hit us up, please. Yes, please, please hit us up. Let's end this shit. This it's end been it. a good week, and uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Yeah.